Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Our number two. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. Last night, my wife's like, I want to watch football, I want to read my book. And I'm like, I want to watch football. So she's downstairs, she made this big pot, spaghetti and meat sauce, garlic bread. She's downstairs eating it, I'm upstairs, and I'm like, this marriage works. Pasta, meat sauce, garlic bread brings us together, and we go about our way. Meet in bed at 9.30, go to bed. Like, that's a, that's a, that's the way marriage should work. Totally content by ourselves, loving what we love. My Sunday evening a little better. We won our uh, basketball game, Dad Life. Dad Guys life. talking traffic. By the way, the referee comes up to me before the game. Yeah. J-Mac, I love you in Calvert. The referee of a basketball oh, game you in a Dad in the pocket. Said, well, and then he didn't give me a call later in the game, but we won handily because <laughs> we're dominant, baby. Um... But Colin, I'm I'm happy for you and the wife. That's good. Um, and then I'm, you know, you don't have two kids to schlep around like I know. we do. That's I know it's tough. A tougher. So you know, it's interesting. You, I think you and I talked about this. This is something to put into the corner of your head. The last two times the Miami Dolphins went to Buffalo, and I said it on the show, and I think you echoed it. Mike McDaniel absolutely outcoached Sean McDermott, like badly. Skylar Thompson. Gave them everything because Miami went in, even with a third-string quarterback, and had an identity. Buffalo has no offensive identity six years in. Defensive coach. They just call plays. It's, it's my knock on Brandon Staley of the Chargers, defensive coach. Mm. There's no identity. The identity is, yeah, Josh Allen and Justin Herbert are just awesome. That's not a plan. That's a life preserver. That's not a plan. And um, anyway, let's go. Colin right, Colin wrong on a Monday. Where Colin was right? Well, I said multiple times in the last couple of months, I think Joe Burrow has eclipsed Josh Allen as the second-best quarterback in the league. I just think he's so much better situationally. You get the wild talent without the wild swings. 
And I think Burrow's going to age better because I think accuracy and pre-snap excellence beats hyper-athleticism over a long haul. But with Burrow, regular season, postseason, you get the same Joe. Cool, calm, collected, precise, efficient, and accurate. Burrow now is the second-best quarterback in the league, and we'll see when he faces Mahomes what the gap is. Where Colin was wrong. One in three on my playoff picks. I told you I hated my picks, so I was right on how wrong my picks would be. We got the Jags right in the late cover, and the San Francisco-Dallas game did look like we thought it would look, but J-Mac had the right picks. He crushed. I didn't. I deserve all of my wrongness for my picks. Where Colin was right. I didn't want to be a wet blanket with Daniel Jones, but I kept saying, listen, take the Vikings games out. That's an atrocious defense, and you're looking at a C-minus quarterback. Now, could he use another receiver? Could they improve the O-line? Nobody's denying that, but folks... He had a 53 passer rating. Take out the worst defense he faced twice. If Daniel Jones was on the market, nobody would want him. So congratulations, Giants. You have a quarterback that nobody else in the league wants. Way to go. Where Colin was wrong. Nick Sariani uh, had that disaster opening press conference. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. But you know what I like about Nick Sariani? He knows what he doesn't know. He gave up play calling. Um, he hired a great staff, people who were good at what he wasn't. He's got a physical presence. He's, he's a very confident guy. Um, he's got veterans to buy in very early in Philadelphia, and I bailed on him. I thought that press conference was – I made fun of it. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But you know what? He knows what he knows. He knows what he doesn't. And that team plays with an edge and a confidence that only the Niners do. And Nick Sirianni deserves 100% of the praise he is getting. Where Colin was right. Second year in a row, the last four coaches standing are all offensive coaches. I know I'm wearing you out, but the league is pivoted and Sean McDermott was over his skis. When a league or a culture changes, seven of the last eight quarterbacks were offensive. You better pay attention if you own the Buffalo Bills. But Nick Sariani, when he got hired, a lot of people said he wasn't on the radar of many of the other job openings. But because the sport has leaned into Nick and he's been willing to admit what he does well and what he doesn't, he is now a force to be reckoned with. The sport has changed. Those who see it and are willing to adapt will flourish. Buffalo hasn't. Where Colin was wrong. Well, the Vikings' messaging is they're going back to Kirk Cousins. I don't get it. You got to draft a quarterback. You got to make calls. Now, they got to clean up the defense. So they're going to spend most of their draft capital on the back end, but they drafted a lot of defense last year. Um, he has a market. It's not a huge market. It won't be nearly as big as Derek Carr's market, but he's got a market I think you have to make calls. This has been a good franchise for years. Never great. You may have to take a step back. Uh, I would, but the messaging is they're sticking with him, so I'm wrong on that. Where Colin was right. Aaron Rodgers could be traded, according to Adam Schefter. Both Aaron and the Packers are fully aware a trade is on the table. The Packers plan to move off, according to Schefter, a number of of key players, and Rodgers likes them and will not be pleased. I said three months ago, the Titans have to be in play. 
Vrabel's the coach. They've got the defense. It's a great city to get free agents. They don't have a guy, and Aaron's a guy. But Aaron keeps asking for concessions. He wants to get this guy back and that guy back. Aaron's not giving you the payoff at the end of the year like LeBron did in his prime or Brady in his prime. If you're going to ask for concessions, you got to be committed in the offseason. you got to be a playoff quarterback. you got to win playoff games. Aaron's not doing that. So I would rip the Band-Aid off now and move to Jordan Love, get a couple of first-round picks. I think it'd be better, frankly, for Aaron and Green Bay. I think they'd both win. Where Colin was wrong. 47 games in, the Warriors are 23-24. and 24. And even though they played the Celtics well last week, they're bad defensively. They're giving up 118 points a game. That's terrible. Uh, their fourth worst road record. Is it chemistry? Uh, they're trying to kind of synchronize the old players and the young players and the bench players. Uh, they've had, you know, Steph was gone for a while. There's so much I like about the franchise, and I think they'll be fine at the end of the year. But right now, they are at times an egregiously inept defense, allowing the fourth most in the NBA in a game-to-game basis, so I'm wrong. Where Colin was right? Finally, Adam Schefter reported, multiple teams will be interested in Derek Carr. I don't understand the, the shade here. He leads the NFL in fourth-quarter comebacks since he got drafted. He's had six coaches, utter chaos, bad GMs, fired coaches. He's smart. He's an adult. He doesn't resolve every issue on social media. He's accurate. He's good trailing late. One of the things I like about quarterbacks, and I think it's a big separator, how do you play when you're behind? He actually plays really well. Uh, The offensive line's okay, not great. They've got nice weapons. But you can't tell me tomorrow the Giants and the Jets would not be better with Derek Carr. I'm sorry, you're wrong. They would be. So Schefter's saying he's got a market. Also, Mike Silver, who's incredibly well-connected, has been told, talked to him this weekend, that Carr has several teams very interested in his services. And they should. He's good. Colin Wright. Colin wrong on a Monday. Why would you trade for him, give up valuable draft assets when you could just get him for free when the Raiders cut bait right after the Super Bowl? Um, it, it, it Fair question, um, but if you can secure it and give up a third-round pick, wouldn't you? I mean, you don't think quarter, but you don't think the Jets? Also, remember, Carr, no trade clause, so he can reject if some bad team wants him and he wants well, no part. That, that's the really interesting part. Yeah. So the Jets, I do not believe, are in a rebuild. I think they've drafted so well they need Carr and a left tackle. Um, the Giants are still in a rebuild. they got to get another receiver or two, another tight end, two more interior. So I think the Giants feel a little bit now. Now the Giants have Dable, an offensive coach. So he's been he's been brilliant. So it's an interesting thing. The Jets roster, I think, is really close. Yeah. The Giants doesn't feel... But the Giants have the offensive coach, and I just I've been saying this for months. That's a huge swing for yeah, me. And I should add, Carr, if you read his like going away letter or whatever you want to call it, he's he was devastated. This franchise oh, moved on from him. He's pissed. Yeah. He doesn't like Josh McDaniels. He said, I poured blood, sweat, and tears into this team. And now you want to just dump me? He should reject every trade, say, screw you guys. I'm gonna pick where I go. That's what Carr should do. How about this? New Orleans with Sean Payton. 
He's not going. Come on. All right. Does Peyton go back to New Orleans? That division when Brady leaves, that that division is so, there so to Peyton's win. So Peyton's got the options of Russell Wilson or Derek Carr, and he's taking Derek Carr? Let, let me ask you this. Well, I'm saying, yeah, I think I would. I don't wow. have to pay Derek Carr. It's fair. That's First of fair. all, he knows... Peyton knows all the little secrets and skeletons in New Orleans, knows the owner, the weaknesses, strengths, knows the GM, Mickey Loomis, the roster's good, and no Mahomes twice a year. No Herbert twice a year. That division is going to be like Desmond Ritter. Uh, uh, I mean, seriously, look around the division. Kyle, what's Trask? I don't even know if he's going to be the guy in Tampa. So um, my takeaway is... What about what about Carolina? I, well, it's the same division, <laughs> but I, I think... My takeaway with Sean is he'd rather go back to New Orleans in that division. But just think about this. One of the reasons that Brady liked the NFC South, because you're going to get a home playoff game. So if Sean would take Derek Carr to New Orleans, you're winning the division. It's not an argument. You're winning the division. You're getting a home playoff game. Minimum. You could go 6-0 and in that division with Derek Carr and Peyton. Now I may get a bye. No. Well, all a bye means is I win one home game and I'm in the championship of my conference. AFC is much more loaded and Way. difficult. But again, Sean Payton's a, a competitor. He's not fearing anybody. What am I afraid of? Patrick well, yeah. Mahomes. But it's different. Sean Payton's not fearing Denver. But Mahomes and Andy Reid, he's aware of it. Like, there's a difference between fearing it. Brian Kelly didn't fear the SEC, but he is aware he's going to have to go beat Saban and Kirby Smart and Lane Kiffin. It, it's a gauntlet. Yeah, you know what I say to that? Bring them on. <laughs> I want all the smoke, like uh, somebody here at this. No, I shouldn't yeah, well, you shouldn't be there. Uh, I had a good smoke this weekend, by the way. After really? I won, after I won my singular playoff game. Yeah. <laughs> good smoke. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds, all it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five. That's it, five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA 
by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American made success story and Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds, boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. New wireless plan in the new year. Make a difference. Go to consumercellular.com slash the herd. $25 off. You don't have to change your phone. You don't have to change your number. And there's no activation fee. Our pleasure to have Fox Sports analyst Mark Sanchez, 10 years in the NFL. 
Um, we were talking before we went on about uh, Dak Prescott. <clears throat> he had never been a big interception guy. Um, I would say that the O-line is sort of in a rebuild mode, so you don't quite get the protection. Right. you got to speed it up sometimes. Um, but there's been some bad decisions. He almost had a pick six. So, you know, my takeaway is with Dak, I, I feel kind of like I've always loved the intangibles more than the tangibles. Um, some ways I see why people. Your takeaway on uh, like his second interception, what, what did he's, you? He's won a lot of football games, bottom line. I think there's still plenty of left in the tank for somebody like Dak. I think he's more than capable of taking this team deeper in the playoffs, getting to a Super Bowl. I think their formula this year, and some guys throw more picks than others in general. Some guys throw more picks in a season than other seasons, and it happens that way. I think the benefit for them earlier in the season is Dan Quinn and that defense got the ball back, right? And it erased their turnovers. While their margin wasn't perfect, the turnover margin, giveaways as opposed to takeaways, at least it you know negated it to some sense, right? Right, right. In this game, they give away two. They have dropped interceptions. They have other opportunities to get interceptions or, or fumbles or whatever. Doesn't work out. And when it doesn't work out and you go down 0-2 in a playoff game on the road, it's like, boom, those just come back to bite you. I think, you know, Dalton Schultz and, like, being nonchalant there at the end of the game, those kind of things have to be solid. I know everybody's talking about the last play, but, that, I mean, that at that point, it's like the freaking, you know, you turn into the Harlem Globetrotters. Right. It's, Pitchy, pitchy, woo, woo. You yeah. know, pitch the ball, woo, woo. I'm open. Like yeah. nobody knows what's going on. Those yeah. are those are one in a million at best. What? Would- so I thought that second interception, though, when things get tight, you got an option route over the middle. C.D. Lamb's number three matched up on a linebacker. You get the matchup you want, but they get zoned out, so it's not one on one completely. Right now, he's got three options. He can go up, sit down. If if uh, Fred Warner blows out of there and leaves it open, he can slam on the brakes. If Fred Warner's close to him and he can stutter him, stair-step him over the ball, he runs out the back door and continues going. This time he takes the third option, which is slam on the brakes, run away from Fred, back the way you came. You pivot and go back. Well, when you do that, most importantly, number one, it's the third most likely option. So the least likely of the three options that he takes, you get less time on task with that. You get less reps at that. I don't care who it is. Your eyes have to immediately go back in front of where the guy is now going. Because usually, if you're a right-hander, you can see him stop, and you can kind of see yes, in your peripheral, your right. okay, where's he going, where's he going? I kind of see in front. Oh, there's color in front. I got to go. I got to move somewhere else. When it's back the other way, you're closed off, and you can't totally see it, so you have to retrain your eyes to get back out in front. And he completely missed Jimmy Ward, and he made him pay. He's the one who had the pick and then yeah. tips it to Fred. So it was just one of those plays, like, in a condensed environment, down in tight, you got to be nails on all of those heightened situations, playoffs, on the road, divisional. I mean, everything's getting tight. You got to just sink to the level of your training, your fundamentals. Then, you know, later in the game, I thought the, they had a chance to potentially go for it. Remember, this was he scrambles on fourth down, gets the, gets the first down. They didn't kick it, even though Maher definitely has a 53-yard club in his bag. But they're so scared because the field goal got blocked, plus last week's disaster on field goal team. It's like... All these different factors lead up to this play. Tony Pollard had just gotten hurt. Like it was a calamity of errors that that really led to the loss. And credit San Francisco. It's not like they were just lucking into some of these plays. Some of it was on Dallas, but some of it was San Francisco just playing sound and staying in their zone and not chasing the cheese of guys running away from you and standing where you're supposed to be, reading the quarterback's eyes in zone. 
and they follow his eyes, you know, like a moth to a light. They just kind of zoom in there and, and get there. And so they, they beat him. What worries you about Brock Purdy in Philadelphia? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things, like this was probably his worst game by far. Um, I think in between the numbers, he's nails. He has the juice to, to hit those close ones, and he gets bailed out by Kittle, a ball almost off, you know, there's – that's 20 just other tight play. ends in the league that drop that ball or right. don't get a fingertip on it to get it back to themselves. Or the guy hits him before he finally completes the catch, whatever. I think that's a big one um, going on the road, but really the play before halftime. And Shanahan, <laughs> he's a young kid, right? So you don't want to just wear him out. Right. And Shanahan had to do everything in his power to put his play call a sheet like this. <laughs> and I guarantee you. If he was mic'd up, he would have a lot of bleeps in there right. because he lost. they had five seconds left, right? And you kind of lose your bearings, almost like you know, you're, you're scuba diving and you can't tell which way is up. You just kind of lose it for a second. And yeah. that's why in those moments, I don't care if you're Tom Brady 20-plus years in or Brock Purdy less than 10 games in as a starter, seven or whatever it is, you got to have somebody reminding you in the headset, whether it's play caller, quarterback coach, whatever, the situation – Hey, dude, you're going one to two. We have five seconds left. We got to kick a field goal here. This ball is getting airmailed to the seventh row if it ain't open right away. And it, when I say open, it's like open, open. Somebody fell down. Somebody screwed up. Nobody's close. We can't let this thing go the other way, and we definitely don't want to run out the time. He got lucky. That's like a huge, critical situation. Those are three points. If they don't get those... That's a tighter ball game towards the end. By the way, I'm not sure they get him on the road. The clock guy was very Oh, 100%, because somebody <laughs> tipped the ball on the sidelines. Yeah. That might have helped him, because I guarantee you they stopped the clock when the guy, the random guy was standing there, it was like a trainer or something, caught the ball, because usually you have to wait till the ball hits it's the, the ground. ground. I thought Olsen did a good job of explaining that. The ball has to hit the ground. It's not when it crosses the out-of-bounds line. Nobody's like, it's not like tennis, like you're kind of looking down the line. Right. It doesn't work like that. It's got to hit it. And... uh Oh, dude, he locked out, but you saw Shanahan. Oh, yeah. When the thing goes over like this and they're not giving a play, they are ripping somebody. So he uh, probably tore into him a little bit. Um, the comp on Burrow of Brady, there is um, – Joe is so situationally good. Dad was a coach, could help. Yeah. But – and listen, Allen is hyper-athletic and gifted. But when you watch Joe – somebody told me this years ago, when it looks easy – that's great because none of this stuff is easy. No, he's, it, that first drive I'm of the game, it was he's part, he's part cyborg or something. He's um, he's eerily similar to Tom in those kind of situations where you're just so calm and you have the the lowest and steadiest heartbeat of anybody, and you're just easy and you're seeing it before it happens. And um, gosh, he just looks on the run. <laughs> To his left, in the snow. I mean, yeah. it's everything that you want to see. He just keeps checking boxes. And, and he said it, I, I want to say like a month ago or whatever. He goes, I might not be the best at anything. He goes, but I'm top one, two, or three in everything. You know what I mean? Like, he, he can do it all. And so my only concern for these guys moving forward. Yeah, let's talk about that. Is, is they did it last week with a with patchwork O-line because a lot of guys are banged up. Yeah. Harris, I mean, that dude's tough as nails. Wow. For sti sticking that game out, playing on an injured knee in the cold like that, being a big guy like that, having to move other big men around, that is that is tough work. So kudos to that guy. But this week they're doing it against Chris <laughs> Jones. Chris Jones and, and Frank Clark. It's a totally I different. Mean, Chris Jones is probably him the best. and him and Aaron Donald. Um, 
You know, maybe Simmons. So, there you go, <laughs> Quinn and Williams. Simmons, <laughs> Simmons from uh, you know Tennessee. Like yeah. those four are like, dude, that guy will ruin your Sunday. That guy will knock you out of. So the now it's an fast. interior rush again. Oh no doubt, and and this interior rush is going to be one of the best they face in a while. It's like, are we going to be able to keep Burrow upright and not just getting the ball off, but like trying to keep him off the ground? Let's just keep his jersey clean a little bit. I think. The first few games of the year, he had so many hits. And in like a calendar year, the, the numbers were astronomical. And then they uh, ran Carolina out of the building with Joe Mixon, and he went off, and they finally started running the ball a little more. But they're going to need him this week to neutralize that pass rush. You're going to see some of the tight end screens, the running back screens to neutralize that pass rush just to keep them off balance. And I think um, that's going to be huge for, for the coordinator and, and for Joe, just to just to stay in rhythm so they don't end up chasing something here and, and having to completely abandon what they wanted to do. In this game against the Bills, they controlled it all from the jump, got out to a lead, and then kept the top on it on defense. By the way, said, go ahead, hit some long foul balls up the sideline. Go ahead, take your shots down the field. Great. We'll just let them fall incomplete. Like they were, they were nails. Other thing is the edge rusher in snow doesn't get great. Yeah, footing. there's not, yeah, it's hard. The the speed and everything off the edge, you're trying to round you know, second base all the time, your legs are, you, you can't really stretch out and, and strain and stress. And then, cause you look like Bambi on ice. You just get yep. slid out, you know? So all right. Hard. What worries you? Mahomes has a <laughs> high ankle sprain. You told Oof. us during the break, you haven't had one. Yeah. They linger and they're supposed to be incredibly painful. Do you worry about, cause so much of him isn't it's extension of play. Exactly right. I mean, when you look at the play concepts, if you were to just chart them on like an old school West coast, Charting bait, it's drives and all go specials and, um, you know, uh, X shallow crosses and uh, Winston, like all the old school plays, they run them three, four times a game. They have a couple little wrinkles. When they had Tyreek, they throw guys on, you know, throwback flood and stutter them to the post. And they, they would do some of these plays where you're like, ooh, that looks like this, but wow, what a great wrinkle, whatever. Well, they have all those, but it's, if it's not open right away or it's not the right look, Mahomes just has this innate ability to just play street ball and get into these scramble drills, which they practice all the time. And he extends the play without running all over the yard. He just has to buy a little time, let a guy free up a little bit, break off his route, and boom, reveal themselves to the quarterback. And if he doesn't have that ability, one, he's going to get less reps during the week because I guarantee, you know, yesterday, today, tomorrow, he's not going to be doing much. I would be shocked if he's out there really moving around. It's later in the week where they'll probably ramp him up because they want to rest it, get the swelling out, and then it's, you know, tape him up, shoot him up, and figure out how to get on the field and then see how effective you can be. But that is concerning to me if it's only as it's drawn up and it's one through five quickly in your progression and nothing extended, that, um, that really lends to the Bengals' defense. So Jalen Hurts did not, was not 100%. Um, I, I, I love his story. I love doubted in college, doubted oh, in yeah. the pros. Um, and you know, he also illustrates Aaron Rodgers some of this, that you can get better once you're in this league. Oh, you, for sure. You know, Mark, a lot of us think college pro, that's what you are. Right. Aaron's arm strength over three years behind Favre got better. Oh, hundred percent. Jalen is a better distributor of the football today. He really is. And he's seeing it much better. He's becoming a better pocket passer. I just, my only fear with him is that shoulder. Like you get one of these big D linemen and they land on him a couple times. Bosa, they get enough pressure. Yeah. yeah. Bosa, Armstead, any of those guys. And he lands on it. Like, I hope he's doing a little of that, uh, 
uh, jujitsu stuff where they yeah. teach you how to fall and right. use the momentum and not fall on your throwing shoulder because that's that's like their worst nightmare. If he stays healthy, this thing's I mean, this is almost a runaway train. You know, like this is tough to stop. Uh, but this is this is one of the best matchups I can think of in a while for like an NFC championship. This is gonna be um a slugfest because they both have that mentality. Obviously, Philly. It'll be the most physical football oh, game of the no year. No doubt. Like these guys are going to be sore for two weeks after this thing. Like it was. <laughs> well, you played for I'm, a, a I'm team that had that. that component. Well, no doubt. And it's you. You. They've kind of built a bully in Philly. You know, and and <laughs> nobody wants to go mess with that. Now, if anybody's up for it, it's San Francisco because of the way they play. They play a similar brand of football. So, um, you know, my only thing is just keep Hurts upright again. Keep them off that shoulder. Don't let them land on it, and don't let those big guys fall on them. Keep that run game going. But they were, oof, they were tough. I mean, Gainwell and uh, Sanders like had 200 plus rushing yards between them. Yeah, you know, and he, uh, that was the other thing. Hurts didn't go crazy in the run game last week. He, he or the other day, he had what 30 yards, 30 plus yards or something. So it wasn't like, you know, if anything, they were smart with him. They didn't force him to keep the ball a ton. Um, and they got out to a huge lead, gave him a little break, so that's a little more time for the shoulder to heal. But um, that, that's really my only concern because he's playing lights out. Yeah. Um, I don't even need a Daniel Jones question. I want to go back. I mean, they're not taking a shot, <laughs> or, but, I mean, there's no reason to bang or, on the kid. I mean, what, what do you – it is what it oh, is. Oh, he's going to be fine. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't – I disagree on that. Him and Barkley will be fine. They're going to tag one, pay the other, potentially. Like, I think they'll be all right. All right. He played – he played great. He played great this year for that roster. If you take for out those receivers, if you take out the Viking games, he had like fourteen touchdown passes. That's like half the league. Who do you want him to throw him to? Well, again, <laughs> I'll be an owl. Who, who, who are we going to throw to? Okay, but nobody. Okay, I'll give you an example. So Justin Herbert came into the league with a coach that got fired. And an atrocious offensive line. He also had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, well, and he ran around and threw some ridiculous well, throws. Well, that's because he's a huge talent. Okay, but he had guys streaking but, down the field that were by the way, I mean, elite players, top uh, 15 receivers. Okay, but again, Mike Williams, you'd have to go back, Keenan Allen. They missed starts. Those guys missed starts. And he, was, by the way, got tapped on the shoulder a minute before playing Mahomes, and you're like, First game as a pro, I got four years of 15 touchdown passes. Okay, but top to bottom, the roster that Daniel Jones has played with compared to the roster that Herbert's played with aren't even close. Well, what about, Not even close. What about Burrow? Super Bowl last year with an atrocious O-line. Bad linebackers. Bad but the corners. roster across the – what do you mean bad linebackers, bad corners? They got the same guys this year. And I don't like their corners this year. And they just throttled the Bills. Well, that I, I love the offensive game plan. Hold on. 22nd could be a full. <laughs> <laughs> I need time here. Okay. I, I want to I go back to, I think, what's, what's a fascinating story. There's four quarterbacks left in football. Three are exceptional. Brock Purdy is a gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think he's kind of twitchy. I think he moves faster than you kind of think. He really is faster in, in real life. Yeah, yeah he's Twitchy. Not a 40 guy, but he's he a game moves. guy. Yeah. yeah, he is twitchy. Um, do you, J-Mac talked about this, they had a pretty conservative game plan yesterday, which I thought was smart. Like, this right. is a real defense. Okay, now it's a better defense. It's on the road. You're going to have silent, on, everything's silent at the line. Mm-hmm. Again, you're the coach. Your feeling, J-Mac, is 
they're going to have to do something. You can't go in with a conservative game plan and win here. This is no, not they'll, the, they'll have some shots built you in. You have to. Yeah, and I think a lot of that's based on how that first quarter goes, based on how your first 15 kind of plays goes. And Shanahan's got a ton of experience this way, feeling out a game plan. But they're also going to be shots don't have to mean the ball literally travels 50 yards in the air. A shot can be the tight end screen or a reverse or a some sort of double pass or something that generates some offense without making Purdy, you know, go deep play action, seven-step drop, two hitch, and chuck a ball 50 yards. He might not have to do that. You can figure out ways to manufacture big plays. And it could be a third down or a, a short yardage kind of screen that catches them. And so if anybody's ready for that, it's somebody like Kyle Shanahan who's done it forever. So – I think most importantly, he's going to put them in good spots and then they'll have, you know, five to seven calls that are, hey, dude, this is one of them. When we get this look and I dial it right and we hit, you got to hit this one. Like there's, there's no. That's what you practice. Chuck right. it over the guy's head and make them go run under it. You know what I mean? There's no way we're missing these ones. And it's for a specific look. If it ain't this look, you check it down or fall down or throw it in the stands. I don't care, but we're not going to lose on these plays. We just might have a big splash play if we can nail him, and I can time it up perfectly with their defense. And he'll, they'll have at least a handful, maybe three plays where that's going to happen. And, I mean, it'll be Shanahan like, <laughs> like this on the sideline. Oh, boy, here we go. And either, you know, heck yes or and heck you, no. And you kind of know by Thursday at practice. Oh, yeah. These are going to be the three yeah, looks. Yeah, they'll be, all right, this is the look and this is the play. And here we go. We either get it or we don't. And here's our indicator with the motion, with the way we line up. We're going to put Kittle and McCaffrey next to each other, shift them over to the other side, see who runs with them. If this guy runs with them and this guy runs with them, great. We're in. Keep it on. If not, check out of it because it's Slay right there and we don't want that. Boom, let's go the other way. So You know what I'm really interested in? Lane Johnson, if you guys watch He's Saturday. He's the best, too. I love Lane. Lane he comes He's on the show. He's stud, great. man. He, um, but he was not 100%. No. You could see. And my thing is – What's so ironic about this league, these are the two most physical teams, Philadelphia Niners. Through various parts of the season, they've been all dinged up. Mm -hmm. Now, the Niners, the only thing the Niners have is a third quarterback because of injuries, and Jalen Hurts isn't healthy. All these combatants are healthy. It's the quarterback situation. After a game like that, totally hijacking the show. But if Garoppolo is healthy, what do you mean if Garoppolo is healthy? If Garoppolo is healthy. And you win the game? Yeah, I'm saying last week after the game we saw from Brock, he was solid. He was solid. He was solid. Wasn't amazing. Couple plays there. He'd probably want back. Whatever situations. Do you put Garoppolo back in for this game? For this game? No. If he was healthy? No. Do no you, way. Do you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. You know why? One of it is, is I think, I think Brock's mobility is uh, this week. You don't want to just sit in the pocket with this Eagles line. Yeah. I think that it helps. Here's the question. That's an interesting one, though. What if Brock, what if it's 14-3 at half, you're trailing. And, and Jimmy's ready. And, and Brock yeah, is struggling. Oof. And he's thrown three picks already or something. I get, then I would give Brock a series. If not, then I go to Jimmy. That one you might have to. What if What if Brock plays poorly? They get to a Super Bowl. Oh, God, and they win. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there are scenarios where. Yeah. If he, yeah. If he went out there. And, I would really lean Purdy. I'd go into a game. It's hard to take out the hot hand. It really is. Also. And Jimmy would have to be like healthy, healthy. And like, great quarterbacks great. have bad halves. Yeah. It's okay. It's true. Oof. 
Good stuff today, Sanchez. That was fun. You brought your A game. I'll give you. I'll give you a mulligan right. on the Daniel Jones opinion. Oh, get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Sanchez. You and Olson have been really a good addition. Boy, that Greg did a great job yesterday. That was fun. He's a gamer. Uh, we love having you. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Cavino And Rich Davis. And together, we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. All right, good to have you back. Yeah, you know, Brian Dable did a good job to make Daniel Jones a franchise quarterback, but he's about half as productive as you need. He gives you about 15 touchdown passes a year. Herbert gave you 31 as a rookie, but behind an atrocious offensive line. Burrow gave you 35, I think it was in year two, behind an atrocious O line. Josh Allen's had a bad O line, gives you 35 touchdowns a year. Mahomes gave you 50 first year starting. Now you could say, well, they have better receivers. Yeah, the Giants will probably draft another good receiver. But you can't depend on the Giants because they made the playoffs getting a great receiver. You can't depend on them getting a great tight end. Daniel Jones gives you about half the production you need at quarterback. Yes, I think you could go from 15 touchdowns to 22. You're not going to 34 and 35. It's like, folks, with Brian Dable, a great left tackle, a running back, Got to give me more than 15 touchdown passes. I love the argument. Oh, he just needs a wide receiver to complete him. He'll be so much better with a better. Uh, yeah, the receiving core stinks. But that doesn't automatically okay. mean what? Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. You want to trade for him? Joe Burrow was missing Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase this year for like a month. Well, we know he's not Burrow. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, it's like his production didn't dip. Right. Franchise quarterbacks overcome. They overcome bad O line. Josh Allen's got a bad O line and no run game. He's ending up in the playoffs every year. You can't just keep, well, if we get this and this, what if you don't? You, you know what the move is? Yeah, I don't want to say lowball him, but you offer him, yeah, 25 mil a year. Oh, right? Max. And then if he says, come on, are you kidding me? Say, all right, go test the market. See what you can get. Yeah. And maybe Atlanta or some I other franchise overpays, but I don't see that. I don't think that. I don't think he has a market. I think Kirk Cousins has a two-team market. Carr's got a four- to five-team market. Tennessee, maybe? Could they kick the tires if Ryan Tannehill's gone? Hey, we'll sell the Daniel Jones and Derrick Henry show. They're, they're, they're making a call on Aaron. You know they're making a call on Aaron. Yeah, they're I making mean, a call. And I, I'm not being harsh on Daniel Jones. He's just 15 touchdowns a year, four years in. And that's with Brian Dable. That's the ceiling. I think Brian Dable elevated him big time. I think and that's he's about the ceiling. This is it. So oh. now you got to elevate and go for uh, if you Derek get a, Carr. If you gotta, or, let's say, again, the, the Giants made the playoffs. They're not going to get the best receiver in the draft because there's four or five other teams that need yeah. a receiver. Not a great receiver draft, by the way. Not early. Yeah. Uh, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Speaking of receivers, Stephon Diggs, four catches Woo. for 35 yards, and he was angry. If you're uh, watching at, at home, look at this. Just yelling at Josh Allen, and I think that's the OC. And Josh Allen's just staring at his uh, iPad tablet deal. And Diggs uh, reportedly later, Colin, tried to leave the locker room with his jersey on 
before some of the coaches even got off the field. He had to be coaxed back by teammate Duke Johnson, who I think is like a practice squad guy. It got ugly there. Listen, losing stinks. Um, stop throwing to Gabriel Davis, please. Stop. Throw to Diggs, please. Yeah, D- Davis a bit of a disappointment this year. I, I don't, Colin, th- there's a lot the Buffalo Bills need to do this A lot. Season. I'm going to go through a couple of the free agents. Jordan Poyer, free agent. Saffold on the offensive line. He did not have a good year. Free agent. Phillips, defensive lineman, free agent. Edmonds, second best linebacker, free agent. Shaq Lawson, Devin Singletary, Dane Jackson. It's at least five to seven key contributors are free agents. And oh, by the way, Josh Allen's contract kicks in. His cap hit goes from $16 million on the rookie deal to $39 million. With an organization that appears since Dayball left to not have a great sensibility with offense. You can see them taking a little bit of a step back oh, next year. Oh, I can. Year. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sorry. The door is open for the New York Jets <laughs> to make them. All right. A bridge too far, even for Cowherd, as we wrap up the second hour. All right, next up. <laughs> Cowboys. Hey, how about this final play yesterday? Zeke Elliott got a sacrificial lamb as the center. Colin, this, this is comical. He got dump trucked there on the hike. I don't know what it was trying to be. You feel a little bad for Zeke. What if the, hey, I'll say this quietly. What if that was his last play as a Cowboy? No, he's a huge cap hit last next year. Zeke and Dak are huge cap hits. I'm sorry, Jerry. They are. I was half in jest there, but Tony Pollard's a free agent. That Zeke contract now is atrocious. It's bad. It is a liability to the franchise. Indeed. Uh, So after the snap, um, Jimmy Ward obviously made the tackle on Turpin. End of the game. Here's Mike McCarthy talking about what the hell they were trying there with the final snap. <laughs> it did get going. So, um, yeah, I, I really don't want to get into detail of it, but that's obviously wasn't the plan, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's obviously a, a gadget player or whatever. It's a, and it's a last play situation call that we, we practice. So, Colin, which was worse, this final play? Now, they had, nothing was going to happen here going 80 yards. Or last year, where Dak scrambled. Remember, here it is. Uh, I think we have video of it. Uh, yeah, against the, the Niners. Remember, yeah. Dak ran, and the clock ran out. Now, that was worse because that Dak Prescott has got, and Mike McCarthy, have, have got to know the clock. This is this is a flag football play. This was last yeah. year. It's like, guys, here it is, yeah. there's 11, 10, 9. What are you doing? That, to me, was yeah. egregious. That was bad. And also, that that situation, that was still a winnable game. You're not going 80 yards on that play. Yeah, that yeah. stuff is so, high you know, school. A, a bigger thing, and it hasn't been talked about. I haven't seen much of it on social. So, Tony Pollard gets knocked out of the game right before half, yes. right? 49ers fumble a punt in their own end. Dallas is driving. Dak dumps one off to Zeke in the middle. goes right off his arms, right at like the two-yard line. If Tony Pollard's in there, he's a much better receiving back. Yes, than, yes, yes. I mean, Colin, that had to hurt, man. That Tony Pollard loss is big. I, I'm not kidding. After C.D. Lamb, he's their second best skill position. Hey, listen, player. Dallas has an issue. Zeke, go look up Zeke's cap head. No, and Dak is number two in the league. In after the Deshaun league. Yeah. You can argue this was the year to do it. Dalton Schultz, uh, free agent. Tony Pollard, free agent. You can't afford those guys. Those are, those are two pivotal dudes. Like, C.D. Lamb had a good game. Yeah, I get that. No, Tony Pollard after C.D. Lamb is their second big playmaker offensively. Yeah. Uh, Michael Gallup won a milk carton oh, he's yesterday. A, he's Michael Gallup. Is, oh, oh, final story real quick. Lakers just made a trade. They got Rui Hachimura for Kendrick Nunn and some third round draft pick, uh, second round draft picks like five years from now. Rui Hachimura, 
Add it to the Lakers, Colin. This is a sneaky good move. Wing player. Yeah. He's like 40% on catching threes the last two years. All right. I, All right. I like it for the Lakers. Yeah, we don't have much longer. Maybe we'll talk about it in the power hour yeah. to, to wrap up the show. That, that's officially patented. Power hour. <laughs> okay. Hour <laughs> number three next. <laughs> Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.